uh, Colton with the uh, Inspire podcast. We're providing fearless B2B sales and marketing insights for you, you know, one week at a time. So here in episode two, we're visiting the conversation from last week um, where we introduced the concept of virtual trade shows and how one company um, has kind of adjusted their trade show approach in the midst of uh, COVID and, and kind of the societal changes that we're facing. So with that said, we've got Ed. don't know if you want to say hey to everybody, Ed. Hello, everybody. <laughs> hey, uh, no, thanks, Cole. Thanks for, uh, I'm surprised you guys invited me back for a, for a second round. I guess, I guess the first one must have gone well. Uh, you, uh, you made my life as a host so easy just by running the conversation yourself last time. We couldn't help it, so, you know. It's kind well, I'm of, glad, glad to be a part of it again. It made sense. And, uh, you know, we also got Dale Dean. Dale, no, uh, a lot of the audience probably knows you from last episode, but you want to take a second and, uh, and introduce yourself? Yep. Hey, Ed, nice seeing you again. Thanks for coming back on the show. I thought Colton would have run you off, but uh, I guess he didn't. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, I'm Dale Dean, the president of Dean Houston. So, uh, you know, we're here to talk to, to Ed about uh, how the virtual trade show uh, ended up going. So, Absolutely. So uh, last time we talked, you know, Ed, you said you were running this virtual trade show and it was launching on Monday. Well, doing the math, that was a couple Mondays ago. So uh, initial impressions, man. How's uh, how's it been going? Well, I mean, initial impressions. I think it's uh, kind of succeeded everybody's expectations. Um, you know, we w went into this thing not really knowing how well it was going to be received. Uh, you know, but um, you know, as of yesterday, I think the people reported back to me. We had over four hundred thirty people actually sign up and uh and go through the trade show so that's um i think i initially set my goal maybe you know 200 people i thought would be a, a solid number uh mm -hmm. so i'm i'm extremely pleased with over 400 uh, attendees so yeah we're, uh, we're very happy with um with the response yeah that's incredible i mean getting 430 people to do anything in this day and age is uh, is a herculean task mm -hmm. but uh you know, especially now. So, you know, to get 430 people, you know, to this digital experience, I mean, how did you guys get the word out? You know, what, what did the process look like? Yeah, so, you know, there's a couple different avenues, and we may have talked about this uh, a little bit on the first episode, uh, but, you know, the first thing was a, uh, like a mass um, bulletin that went out to a uh, distribution list that we have, you know, both um, our distributors and then uh, end users, you know, that we've collected, um, you know, over the years. So kind of a, a mass email, you know, announcing what we were doing. Um, the, the second avenue was uh, our, our sales guys, our district managers, you know, kind of got the word out. You know, they have their, uh, you know, the territories that they're in charge of, usually from four to five states. Uh, so they have their internal distribution list and the customers that they deal with every day. You know, they notified them what we were doing. And then uh, thirdly, we ran a series of uh, ads you know, in uh, petroleum publications, both digital ads and, and um, you know, some other ads uh, that people could go and, and they would see in these, these weekly and daily uh, petroleum newsletters. So between just, uh, you know, a mass email bulletin, um, getting the word out on the street through our sales channel, and then through digital uh, marketing, digital advertising, we were able to, you know, at least get, um, you know, alert people that we had put this thing together. So I think it worked pretty well. Uh, you know, uh, Colton, one thing that, that uh, when you got to the site, 
you know, you had to go in and register. So you, you know, you had to fill out a badge just as if you were going to a regular trade show, you know, so it was real simple. But so when people come in, we could capture that information. We knew exactly who was coming to the site then, you know, so, uh, so that worked out really, really well. No, that's, that's awesome. So, you know, it seems like, Ed, you went and shot out, you know, through several different vehicles, you know, and noticed to your entire customer base, you had your sales force go out and educate people that this was happening. Then Dale, like you were describing, everybody who got there through all these announcements had to give us their information. So, you know, it sounds like not only did you have 430 people come, Ed, but you had 430 people come and you know exactly who they are. Is that correct? Yeah, oh, that's, yeah. yeah absolutely. Um, which is actually, you know, one of the best things about this you know, I, I look at that list of, you know, 430 people and, you know, not only do we have their email addresses to do follow up, because actually a lot of the people have requested uh, additional information. Um, but, you know, we can tell, you know, really what segment of the market they came from. Um, you know, that's actually one of the things that really surprised me was that we got a really good cross section of, you know, distributors, end users, regulators and uh you, you know, um, and, and even from the international community, you could see that uh, many of the people that had uh, had visited the site were from outside the, the U.S. and Canada, which was well. Nice. And you look at that, Ed. You know, that's this is another benefit of it because this was what what spawned this was a regional trade show. All right, and now we're actually reaching an international audience with this thing. You know, so I think that's I think that's an added benefit to it. You know, the other I think the other added benefit to it as well, Colton, was that, um, you know, as uh, people would come to the site now, we could see where their interests were. You know what I'm saying? And so where did they go and what did they do and what did they engage with and interact with? You know, so they because they can be very selective in what they're doing. But now we know how to re-engage with them, what they're interested in. So I think that was a great benefit of it. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you think about that and that, um, you know, you're taking this digital experience and like a lot of those one-to-one -one interactions are so important at a physical trade show, but it almost sounds mm -hmm. like an ad, you know, please expand on this, you know, that your sales team has to love this information that you guys are getting, you know, on these individual customers right now. Oh, absolutely. You know, look at the list, you know, you see a lot of the usual suspects. I mean, we know a lot of those people already, you know, through our distribution channel. Um, but yeah, as I was looking at the list, there are a lot of names that, that I didn't recognize. So um, it was pretty, pretty exciting. Um, you know, and to, to go on Dale's point also, we're actually able to track, you know, the actual uh, PDFs that they downloaded. You know, we gave uh, along with the, the actual product presentations, we had uh, additional information uh, beneath each of those presentations where they could go to the website and, and look and find additional material. And, uh, you know, we looked at how many downloads people actually did, and we know exactly the information that they were downloading. Uh, we had a lot of interest on um, the EPA regulations. We had actually published a document uh, three years ago on that. There was some interest in that. Um, and then, of course, our, a lot of our newer products. Um, but you know, we had over 56 downloads, um, you know, within that two week period. So that was, that was exciting to see that not only people were engaged in watching the trade show, but they wanted additional information and, and actually downloaded that information that they were looking for. Uh, and, and, mm -hmm. and think about the utility of that data. Cause now, you know, like the market is demanding that type of content, you know, and I mean, 
we probably don't have enough time to talk about all the different ways you can leverage us on this podcast, but I know, you know, you've got a little bit of a product development role too. I mean, that's got to have your wheels spinning, thinking about different features and messaging that you can get out to the market with your new products too, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And, and, you know, that's, I say that's one thing that we have not slowed down on, you know, during this whole uh, shelter in place and, and, you know, everyone having to work from, uh, their homes are working remotely. Uh, you're right. I'm in charge of the product development team. And uh, man, we haven't missed a beat. You know, even though we're all working out of our houses, we're still, you know, pounding those projects and getting those things moved through because we know when the, you know, this thing finally lifts, um, it's going to be, it's going to be full go. And we want to be right back, uh, you know, in the position we are to introduce new products in the market. Hey, you know, Colton, one thing I wanted to add though, I didn't want to interrupt you there, but you know, one of the advantages to this too just as Ed was saying, like, so when people come in, we can see everything they do and everywhere they go. Now you think about just a regular trade show. People walk in the booth, you know, they, they come in, they see what they want. A lot of times they just kind of come up, do what they're doing. They can't, they're not engaged with somebody else uh, perhaps. And, uh, but now we know every person that comes in, everything they're interested in. And even if it is somebody that we know that we would engage anyway in the booth, a lot of, a lot of times we're not capturing their information because we know these people. But now right. we're engaged with them and we're following up with them, you know, routinely. Yeah. And, and, to, go on, and, and, and to that point, Dale, you're absolutely right what I just thought of. You know, people may walk through the booth and they may grab this product brochure or grab that product brochure. And right. we have no idea, you know, what exactly. brochures they were grabbing. Now yeah. we know exactly what they downloaded and exactly yeah. what they were interested in. We know. Yeah, exactly. And that's one of the benefits that I saw of it. So when you see 431 people, you know, that came through or whatever the number was uh, at whatever it is today I think that's what it was at yesterday it was up to 431 people we know where every single one of those people came from who they are who they're associated with and what they're interested in you know and now we have a system set up that we're going to automatically be reaching out to them based on what their interests were you know so uh, we can keep that, that communication that conversation going exactly no, that's, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty powerful stuff, you know, being able to get all that detailed information on specific customers and then using, you know, your other technical digital marketing tools to kind of scale communications out. Um, you know, there's a ton of utility there, but also, you know, think a little bit about, you know, the types of people that are coming in. You had mentioned that, like, this was a great tool, Ed, to talk to, you know, all the different people in different positions of your channel from regulators to distributors to end users. I mean, you guys are capturing the data on the exact specific type of customer or type of contact that's coming in? Hey, absolutely, Cold. And that was one of the things that, that I was really surprised at. Um, you know, just for example, I was surprised at the number of people um, within, um, from PEI, that's kind of the, the organization, uh, Petroleum Equipment Institute, um, you know, kind of the organization that runs the trade shows and, you know, the people belong to. And uh, I was surprised how many people actually from PEI, um, you know, from that organization out of Tulsa, Oklahoma, you know, viewed the trade show. Um, I, I was surprised at the number of state regulators. I think I counted, um, there was over 10 different states where regulators within those states came and, and, and mm. viewed the show. Um, you know, obviously we have our distributor network, which probably made up, uh, you know, most of the viewers. Um, but then also uh, I was able to see, you know, who the actual big end users were. Um, that came to the, the site. Uh, we saw people from Kroger, from Sheets, from, from travel centers, from GoMart, 
um, from Bucky's. So these are big major retailers um, that actually came through the show as well. Yeah. Uh, can imagine those are the types of names that get your sales team real excited too. But, uh, well, you know, let me add something though, Colton, is that as great as this all sounds, and it really is, okay, and, and I think this, this has a lot of legs to it beyond this, but, you know, the, the thing that, it, that this still misses, though, is, is the one-on-one -on -one personal connection, you know, the relationship building part of it, you know, so, so I, I would never advocate that virtual trade shows become the way trade shows are done, you know, I think, I, I do think Ed and I've learned a lot from this is that every trade show we do from here on out though, you know, we'll, we'll follow the same methodology. Now we have the platform set up. So, so one thing that's probably going to happen in the future, you know, at least for the, the short term, it may be a year or two years. I think fewer and fewer people are going to be traveling. I think fewer and fewer people are going to be going to the trade shows. So they're going to be sending maybe, you know, higher quality people to the trade shows but it's going to be a, a smaller traffic base. But what we'll do is we'll go ahead and do the same thing we do at these trade shows. We'll go to the trade show. We'll set the booth up. We'll do the walkthrough like we did here. We'll have the same kind of methodology that we used. We'll put it on our virtual trade show platform. So now people that, that don't go to the trade shows, they're still going to be able to have that virtual trade show experience. All right. Because we've had the system down. We have the methodology down now. But then at the same time is the people that are coming to the trade show, we're going to be able to still have that interaction with. So we're going to double down on this thing in reality, man. So we're going to have the best of two worlds, bringing them both together, you know? So, and Ed, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm speaking out loud for myself. I'm talking philosophically as how I see this thing coming together. But, you know, I don't, I don't see trade shows being replaced by a virtual trade show. I think they're a supplement to or, or an enhancement of, you know, for, for a broader audience. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, it's kind of like, you know, are, are the machines and computers going to take over the world? Uh, you know, we have a Terminator situation. I don't think so. Um, <laughs> you know, nothing, there's still nothing better. And, and like I said on the, the first episode, you know, this industry is really a, a relationship driven industry. And, uh, you know, nothing, nothing replaces that that one on one contact. And, you know, the bill, the ability, you know, not only to interact with someone on the trade show floor, but to interact with them in a social situation, you know, after the show's over. Uh, yeah. That can't be replaced. Well, but, you know, but but yeah. this adds, you know, like you said, to that digital marketing piece. Absolutely. Between man. the two, um, you know, the, the things we're able to do digitally now and the information that we're able to track and the people we're able to reach that mm -hmm. can't attend the show, along with the people that we actually interact with at the show, uh, yes. those two things together now, I mean, the impact of a trade show uh, has just, you know, increased incrementally. Absolutely. And, you know, I kind of liken it to like, for instance, you know, television didn't replace live performances. As a matter of fact, you know, shows are more popular than ever. You know, you still want to go and see your artist playing live or, you know, going to a play or, you know, something like that. People are still going to attend those live because of that particular experience. But I can get on TV. I can buy a recording. You know, I can I can search on, on YouTube. So now I, I can use all these tools to help enhance the experience. And that's what this is going to do. This is going to be an experience enhancement tool. Yep. Yeah. I don't know, Dale. Video did kill the radio star. <laughs> yeah, it did. That's true. At least according to Buggles. <laughs> but now you can put a thousand, uh, thousand songs in your pocket, you know. So, uh, exactly. But uh, anyway. Well, so, no, uh, so, yeah, you know, and, and I'll tell you, 
Colton, um, you may or may not be aware, but you know, we're going to extend this whole concept even beyond this because you know, we have other seminars and other type of activities that we're doing to engage with our distributors as well as our, our, our customers. And, you know, I think, uh, Ed, if, uh, and, and I don't know if your platform is today, if your show is to talk about this, but, but we also are looking at extending this beyond just trade shows as well, you know. Yeah, and actually, it even goes higher than that. Um, you know, Dover, who, you know, we're, or uh, Dover is our parent company. You know, mm -hmm. one of their big initiatives this year is this whole digital customer experience and this digital marketing piece. Um, yep. so, and, and this plays right into that. Um, but what, what Dale's alluding to is one of the, the things that we had to cancel this spring also, you know, due to travel restrictions and, and the COVID-19, was we had two major distributors uh, scheduled um, in the month of April. Um, and, and to me, those are, are, that's probably the most important event that we do all year above any meetings or, or trade shows is these distributor seminars because it's really a, a good chance for us to, um, you know, meet our, our distributors, you know, especially if they have new people, new people in the industry. Oh, yeah. um, so, and, and, and right now we're in the process of editing the way this is going to work. We set it up. It's going to be kind of like a music festival um, where over three days, it'll be the last week of April, uh, April 28th, 29th and April 30th. Um, we're going to do um, like sessions or, or certain product presentations. So we've, we've sent out a schedule uh, so the distributor can go on, sign up for this seminar and then look at the schedule and he can choose, you know, he can come to all of them or he can just pick and choose the ones that he wants. So over three days, um, usually twice a day, we will have a specific topic that we will have one of our product managers, basically it'll be a, a pre-recorded presentation, sort of what I did at the, the trade show, but it will be presented live. And during the presentation, we'll take live questions and answers during the presentation. And then afterwards, we'll have a, a segment for Q&A. Uh, so uh, again, kind of one-on-one interaction with the uh, with the distributors, but providing content digitally that uh, we would have, um, if it weren't for the outbreak right now, we would have presenting uh, in person to them. So another digital platform that we're trying to still get to our customers, our distributors, and you know give them the, the, the content and the topics that are relevant right now to our industry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I think it has the same end effect, Ed. I think. I think, uh, you know, right now we would typically have, you know, like, you know, a certain number of distributors that would show up. We would do two of these, uh, you know, one on the East Coast, one on the West Coast. But now, you know, we, we will probably have even greater attendance, don't you think? Or, or are you limiting the attendance on the, on the uh, distributor seminars too? No. Yeah, actually, that's a great point, Dale, because obviously, you know, we are restricted to how many people we can bring in, you know, based on the size of the rooms that we have when we do this uh, seminars at a hotel or whatever venue that we have. Yeah. Uh, now, you know, the platform for these webinars, I mean, it's several thousand people we can host at one time and mm -hmm. bring this information to. So you're, exact, you're exactly right. You know, we're not limited to the number of people, um, you know, that would come. Now, and not only do we open it up, you know, because typically this is a, a North America um, seminar, but now we're able to open it up to our distributors across the, across the globe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and I think you'll get greater attendance simply because of the cost of travel, the cost of the hotel rooms, you know, all that kind of stuff that typically is associated with, you know, these types of seminars. There, there are economic restrictions on them, you know, to an extent, too, you know, yeah. so... So, or limitations, I should say. So this really kind of opens it up, 
you know, for a broader audience. Right. And, you know, that was that was the, the goal I had for the team. I'm like, all right, look, we got to do this thing in April. Um, we can't wait until May. You know, we got we have this window where people are stuck. You know, everyone's sheltered at home. Oh, yeah, man. Their homes yeah. Are so, you know, that last week of April was the perfect time. It's kind of the last week before, you know, we start to see some of the states get back to some normalcy and people start traveling a little bit more. Um, so we still have, you know, not only this digital platform, but we truly have a captive audience uh, for our for our distributors. Um, oh, yeah. Look at that schedule last week of April and, and hopefully be able to uh, drop in and attend this thing. Yeah, no, this, this is, I think there's a really interesting thought here. So you guys are going back and forth and talking about like all the utility and value that you've gotten out of this, but you know, you guys have been in the weeds working on this and making it a reality as somebody who's just had the privilege to, to talk to y'all a couple times on this. You know, one of the things that, that I'm noticing as you're telling this story is that you had to move quick and all the energy and effort that you expended to get this stood up. It sounds like through utilizing a lot of this content and some of the same technology to turn into, you know, distributor seminars and new venues for customer touch points, you know, it's, it's pretty incredible that you can expend all that energy one time and use it so many different ways. Yes. <laughs> yeah, go visiting. It's uh, the new normal. How you doing? Yeah. <laughs> What do you think about virtual trade shows? Okay. But what I was saying is, you know. The Not the same response my boss had. Yeah. <laughs> no, but the, the fact that you turn lemons into lemonade, move quick, but found ways to continue to reinvest that labor into something that becomes a customer, a continuous customer touch point, that's extremely powerful. Exactly. And that's exactly what we're doing with, uh, you know, not only this, the virtual trade show, you know, that's now on our website and people can continue to go oh, yeah. do that thing for, you know, for forever, as long as we keep that thing posted. And same with the distributor seminar, even though we have it scheduled, you know, for a live, you know, a live schedule, all of those presentations will be, you know, recorded. And then once that week is over, we'll have all those topics, all those sessions posted on our website where people can go back. If they weren't able to view it live, uh, they can at least go back and, and view it, you know, again for fraternity, as long as we keep that thing, you know, posted on our website. Well, you know, you take it, there's another good point there too, because you know, we're, when we do the distributor seminars, you know, the, the, the people get up, they make their presentation. If you're not paying attention, you're distracted, you're, you have to step out to take a message. You know, this, this happens during these, cause there's business being conducted at the same time. So, so if people miss that now, they miss it, all right? But now they can come back and they can go back and review this whole thing whenever they want, you know? So if they, if they thought they heard something, they can go back and, and hear it again and see if it, if it correlates with what they were thinking. So, you know, I think that's another added advantage to it, Ed. You know, so, uh, so there's a lot of benefits to, to, to doing what we're doing here. But like I said, it still doesn't replace the one-on-one, -on -one, you know, relationship. But at the same time, it's a great, great alternative and a great enhancer going forward. I think it'll become the new norm, actually. You know, for us, at least, uh, it should be, you know. Well, so. And Dale, you keep making this point that, you know, it, this is by no means a replacement for that one-to-one -one interaction. Yeah. You know, unfortunately, in the short term, because everything going on, maybe in some ways it has to be. But, you know, Ed, you know, you talked about some of those big customers. I can only imagine that your sales team now is hopping on one-on-one -on -one calls 
with some of those important regulators and big named accounts and doing everything they can to still use this as a platform to create those one-on-one -on -one conversations. Well, a little pull through there. Yeah. Well, let me, let me mention something here first, Ed, is that Colt, the reason why I keep emphasizing is, is like you keep hearing so much about, you know, after COVID-19, what will be the new norm? All right. And, and the reason I'm emphasizing this is because I don't want people to think that virtual trade shows, virtual distributor seminars, that they are the new norm that replaces something before because as good as they are, as many benefits as we're talking about, there are still component parts that, that we can't, you know, replicate via a, a digital channel like this, you know, and I, so that's why I'm saying that, you know, I just want to make sure that that's, that point is well heard. Absolutely. You know, we have the follow-up information now. So now our district manager knows, Hey, you know, so-and-so, uh, you know, he can, he can follow up the phone call and say, hey, I see that you went to our distributor uh, or to our, our virtual trade show. Um, just thought, you know, are there any questions that you have, anything, you know, we can talk about that you saw or that you're interested in? Um, but, yeah, the, the follow-up on this for the sales team uh, is, is invaluable because uh, we know exactly who the people were. Yep. Um, and, and uh, you know, it's a great follow-up. And it, it, gives our, it gives our sales team, you know, something additional to talk about because, uh, you know, a lot of our sales guys know, you know, a lot of these people already yeah uh, but still it, it gives them a, a new topic something to talk about and something to discuss and I, I can only imagine and I know you're just naming a couple names but you know in this situation I'm sure that somebody on your team is is talking to maybe that you know individual at Bucky's who attended and I can only imagine as soon as travel restrictions are over you know there's going to be a, you know a, a nice meal maybe in one of the largest gas stations in the world down there around Austin you know, that's going to be spurred by them. <laughs> you know, exactly. You know, you think about it, the marriage of digital and then one-to-one -one offline interaction and how that's going to blend. I think, you know, you guys are really kind of innovating and being the pioneers on what this could be for industrial products companies. Oh, I, I agree, man. And uh, hats off to Ed. I mean, you know, he, he spawned the, uh, the whole idea, man, and we're just running with it and making it happen now, man. So, uh, so I think that's that's excellent. So. Yeah, just uh, you know, a couple of things, um, a couple of things that really kind of stuck out or, or, or surprised me. Uh, actually, had you know some people outside the industry, outside of our industry, that actually went to this thing. Um, I actually got a, a shout out uh, through LinkedIn from a, a local company here in Cincinnati, uh, Yellow House Studios. They're a big marketing and advertising firm here in Cincinnati. Um, they actually produce all the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, TV commercials. And uh, the, the guy reached out to me and said, hey, I, I came across your virtual trade show. You know, great job. What a great idea. Um, that thing was super cool. So I was excited to see even people outside of our industry came across this thing. And uh, even oh, yeah. the, the people that signed up, I could tell some of them, you know, they were not in our, you know, in our industry. I saw some people uh, from, from different universities that had logged on. Um, so that was, uh, you know, Pretty, uh, pretty amazing to me that that it actually attracted people even from outside the petroleum industry. Uh, there is, yeah, well, that's, that's cool. It's, it's awesome. Obviously, you know, other industrial manufacturers is something um, that they can uh, certainly apply. And I know some of the other Dover Opcos have reached out. Um, I actually sent some of the scripts that I had did uh, for this uh, for some of the other uh, Dover Opcos that are looking to kind of do the same thing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's kind of fun to be you know, kind of a, on the forefront of this and, and see people take an interest and, and want to maybe 
to apply it to some of the things that they do outside of the petroleum industry. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's awesome. And I, I mean no disrespect by saying this, but the gentleman with that video firm probably just wanted to know what it feels like to work with a winner. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, now, I, I know we got a lot of people who got friends with the Bengals on this call. I, no, you know what I liken it to, Colton, seriously, man, you know, um, creative, innovative, and artistic people, they, they always admire and, and, uh, and love what other creative, innovative people are doing. So I think that was a, a very uh, humble and a good thing for them to do. And, and uh, I'm, very, uh, I'm very honored that they, that they called Ed and, and told him that, man. That's a, that's, that's a great uh, compliment to, uh, to all of us, you know. So, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, with that, you know, that was some great reflection kind of on the response you got, you know, from the, the greater marketing universe. But, you know, now that you might be the, uh, the, the most experienced individual on the planet. By- <laughs> with virtual reality or virtual yeah. creatures. Yeah. Create one of these. I mean, you know, words of wisdom. And I'm, I'm sure we'll have you on here again to, to talk about some of the future developments here. You know, but some words of wisdom is somebody who's just run through it, you know, from a leadership position with their company. Um, what are like the top tips, things to look out for, your biggest takeaways from the, you know, execution and response to this? Yeah, you know, it's kind of interesting. And especially within our industry, we tend to be, um, you know, archaic in a lot of things that we do. Actually, I was just on a call yesterday where we finally had to, um, several of our distributors, we finally had to get them off the fax machine. And I told them we can no longer fax their <laughs> or acknowledgements that they now have to be sent via email. So, you know, this tends to be a slow moving, um, archaic industry. Uh, but my, I would say, you know, don't be afraid to embrace, you know, the digital technology, you know, step outside your comfort comfort zone. Um, hey man, this, uh, this interweb thing, I, uh, I think it's really going to take off and, uh, don't be afraid to, don't be afraid to use it. There's a lot of great digital platforms out there. There's a lot of companies like Dean Houston, um, that can put together the thing for you. Um, you know, you, you know, you may have the knowledge and, you know, within your organization with your people and, uh, you know, take that knowledge and translate it to a digital platform and let other people, you know, see how knowledgeable, you know, your people are. Uh, that, that's what I would say, you know, to the other petroleum, you know, the, the, the manufacturers, although not my competitors, uh, the other <laughs> manufacturers, um, certainly our distributor network, um, you know, don't be afraid to embrace, you know, digital technology, you know, especially digital marketing technology. It's a great platform and allows you to, you know, to, to reach a, a lot of people. No, that, uh, that's huge. And well, I, you know, I, I don't want to get too into the weeds here, but, you know, the, the team behind this actually sent me a, a couple notes on like the in the weeds metrics and analytics. But to your point, uh, one of the interesting things was that we saw that you had a pretty even distribution amongst ages and things like that. You know, so when you say like, hey, this interwebs thing is here, um, you know, that was a point that was like, wow, you know, you, you wouldn't expect that, you know, and, and it seems like you successfully uh, convinced people of, of all technologically uh, in te- technological inclination to really jump in here. And that's, that's incredible. Yeah. I mean, hell, even I'm starting to, I know what a, a pay-per-click is and, a, you know, and, and, and web sessions and, and things like that, you know, and I'm an old school guy, but I kind of go off your point, you know, not only did it, did it drive people not only to, to view our virtual trade show, but we also saw a huge spike in traffic 
to our website altogether. I don't know if people, you know, when they were done with the trade show, they went and did some other things or they saw some other things first before they went to the trade show. Um, but, you know, just to geek out on some more of those digital metrics, uh, you know, we saw an increase of 7.8% uh, increase of, um, you know, users on our website during that, just that two week time frame that we had the, uh, the trade show posted. Uh, we had a 9.6% increase in sessions um, and a 17.4% increase in page views. So again, people are going to our website, they're looking for things, um, and they're finding what they're looking for. Uh, session duration, you know, how long people stayed on our website once they were there increased uh, over 10%. Um, we saw, you know, we had over 2,500, you know, new unique page views to OPW Retail Fueling. That's just not the OPW Global website. That's specifically to OPW Retail. Um, you know, we saw 2,500 unique page views just within that time frame. And the, the thing that, that really impressed me the most was, uh, you know, we talked about the leads that this thing generated because people had to actually, um, you know, give us information before they could enter the trade show. And just in that two-week time frame, um, the leads that we generated surpassed all the leads from all of the first quarter in 2020. Just in that two-week time frame, um, we were able to increase leads over anything that, you know, we had done throughout the whole year of 2020. So it's some pretty powerful stuff. That is, I agree. Well, with numbers like that, if, uh, if if this virtual trade show is a baseball player, it's getting my Hall of Fame vote. That's pretty <laughs> and that's, uh, that's that's incredible. Um, you know, we, we we talked about it in episode one, and uh, you know, I, I told you, Colton, you know, this is a bold strategy, and I got to be honest, I think it finally paid off. So, man. just a little uh, pop culture pop culture reference for you, uh, Jason Bateman, and. Uh, there <laughs> uh, absolutely man no it, it, and that's a great way to kind of close the loop on that um you know to to you know do you have any other deep insights here are you, you you ready to say that's my story i'm sticking to it and if you got questions i'm ed cameron yeah i think um you know we we i gave you the numbers um they were all you know all the digital metrics you know we hit it out of the park um we got the information that we wanted we we were able to get a, a, a huge cross-section of people, you know, like I said, within our industry, but not only in our industry, but outside of our industry. I was happy, you know, that we had uh, state regulators, um, you know, end users, people from universities, uh, you know, just a wide range of, of people that were interested and, you know, took the time to give us their information and able to view, you know, what we were providing. And um, so it was, uh, yeah, it, it, it surpassed all my expectations. So, but the, but the story doesn't end, but the story doesn't end here, Colton, no. because next week, well, not next week. Uh, oh, no, it is next week. The week of the 27th, we're launching the, the virtual uh, distributor seminar. I think that, you know, it's, it's different. Uh, you know, it's kind of leveraging some of the same tools, but it's a different approach. I think that, that we come back together in a couple of weeks and we talk about that particular event so that people can learn like what, what we can share with them, what they can learn to do their own, uh, you know, to, to engage with their customers and their distributor and their channel. So I think it's going to be a whole new uh, pioneering adventure for us, Ed, you know? So, yeah. And I would say for those of you that, you know, that struggled through the virtual trade show, you, you know, you were stuck with me for that whole thing, but I can tell you the distributor seminar, I'm not doing any of the presentations. I got the product managers, I'll make the introduction, <laughs> but I got the product managers that are doing the presentation. So you get to see someone else speak besides me. And uh, we actually do have, um, you know, uh, some product presentations, but we also dive into, you know, marketing and some of the new things that we're doing 
um, on the OPW website specifically for our distributors and how they can co-brand and, and uh, you know, market their brand as well as the OPW brand. So Dale yeah. and his team will be doing one of those, uh, hosting one of those sessions as well. Yeah, and so, you know, another, another aspect of this too is we're going to, these will be time, they'll be on a schedule. So unlike the virtual trade show, you'll still be able to go to the distributor seminar. You'll be able to go and look at it afterwards if you can't make it. But if you make the actual sessions, then you're also going to be able to ask questions and the presenters are going to be there live so they can answer the questions live just as if you were at the regular trade show or at the regular uh, distributor seminar. So, so it's going to be a unique uh, experience and a, a unique thing. And uh, I think we're going to have an incredible turnout for that, for that, Ed. Yep. And, uh, you know, kind of my last plug, you know, if you're interested in viewing the, uh, you know, the virtual trade show or signing up for the uh, distributor seminar coming up next week, uh, all the information is available on www.opwglobal.com. Or you can reach me at uh, ed.camer, that's K-A-M-M-E-R-E-R, -E at opwglobal.com. Very good, Ed. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. Absolutely, man. As, as always, you make this way too easy on me as the host. <laughs> Um, you know, but we'll, we'll definitely be in touch after that to get an update on the, uh, the distributor seminars and how that's looking. Um, you know, but, uh, yeah, I, I'm really excited to see what the, uh, what the stats look like when you're not the one giving the presentation. So yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and, uh, you know, hopefully this, you know, everyone stays safe and hopefully we start to get back to normal soon. I know if I don't get a haircut soon, not only am I going to have the Joe exotic uh, mustache, but I'm gonna have the Joe Exotic mustache if I can't get a haircut soon. Or a hey, I can't even. I, I don't. I haven't had that problem yet, Ed. That's just like it's not. Uh, mine's not growing, man. All right. Well, you know, I, I, you, uh, we signed <laughs> off last time by telling you we were gonna talk about the you know bingeable brand experience and the headline. I think uh, Ed Cammer, the virtual trade show king, maybe with the <laughs> Photoshop, is gonna yeah. be the cover of the next one. <laughs> oh yeah yeah i like that i like that moniker yeah he deserves that one man yeah be on the, be on the lookout for my mullet like i said if i can't get a haircut soon, <laughs> I, <have> a mullet. <laughs> I cannot wait man we'll uh oh, we'll, we'll, we'll be sure we'll catch up with you in a couple weeks man we'll make sure you're tagged so everybody in the audience if they got questions you know can reach out to you directly um, but as always man we truly appreciate you hopping on here with us and uh dale i guess thanks Thanks for your involvement. Yeah, I'm here to support Ed, man. That's it. So, Hey, guys, thanks for having me. Yeah. See you later, guys. See ya. Have a great one, everybody. Talk to you thanks. soon. See ya.